Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, February 2nd. Canadian pension plans managed to end 2022 with a positive, despite challenging conditions that led to a negative median return for the year. The BNY Mellon Canadian Master Trust Universe recorded a median return of 4.27% for the fourth quarter of 2022, while the whole year was negative at minus 7.48%, almost a mirror image of the 10-year average of plus 7.3%. The analysis is based on tracking $290.3 billion worth of investment assets in Canadian investment plans with the average plan size of 3.8 billion. Positive performance in October and November helped Canadian pension plan sponsors offset some of the underperformance from the first half of the year. International equities were the best performers among traditional asset classes in the last three months of 2022, with a median return of more than 13%. Canadian equity posted a median return of 6.71% in the fourth quarter, ahead of the S&P TSX Composite Index return of 5.96%. The worst performing traditional asset class was fixed income, which posted a plus 0.43% median return, essentially flat from the previous quarter. For non-traditional asset classes, private equity was the winner with a median return of plus 2.1%, with hedge funds not far behind at 1.74%. Real estate struggled with a minus 0.19% median return. At a time when Canadians are working hard to keep on top of their own finances, a new report will be a bitter pill to swallow. Household debt may be sky high, but so is public debt, with government borrowing having surged during the pandemic and with soaring inflation, taking interest payments to almost $69 billion in 2022. For the 2022-2023 fiscal year, the federal government alone will pay interest of $34.7 billion, according to a new study from the Fraser Institute. That means debt servicing will take a larger chunk of tax taxpayers' money than childcare benefits or employment insurance benefits. For every Canadian taxpayer, the cost of servicing huge government debt varies by province, but averages $1,300, the study reveals. But the highest burden will be for those in Newfoundland and Labrador, where the combined federal and provincial government debt interest will cost every person $2,727. Those in Quebec will pay $2,110. Meanwhile, those in British Columbia will pay close to the national average at $1,398. And while Albertans will pay the second lowest at 1,482, the total interest payments paid by the provincial government at $6.7 billion is more than will be spent on physicians. A new report published by IG Wealth Management reveals that Canadians continue to be ruled by myths and misconceptions when it comes to retirement planning. According to the survey, which was carried out in collaboration with Polara Strategic Insights, two-thirds of Canadians believe a million dollars in savings is sufficient to provide a comfortable retirement. The study also revealed two-thirds of respondents are worried about how a potential recession in 2023 will affect their financial condition and anticipate higher living expenses in retirement. Meanwhile, 33% of respondents are unsure of how much of their earnings they would need to set aside for retirement-related costs. Could a flying motorbike firm be the next Tesla? Bloomberg reports that a Japanese maker of flying motorbikes will list on the Nasdaq Stock Exchange and start trading as early as Friday in New York, making it the fifth company from the Asian nation to join the tech-heavy bourse, according to people familiar with the matter. Tokyo-based ALI Technologies is going public through a merger with the blank check firm Pono Capital. Under terms of the deal, ALI Technologies will become a fully owned unit of its US arm, Airwinds Technologies. Its market cap is expected to be at least $600 million, in line with its target last year, despite a 
to market sell-off. A company representative said that while it's true that a SPAC listing is in progress, details have yet to be decided. ALI Technologies was founded by former Merrill Lynch trader Shuhai Komatsu as a drone maker in 2016, later expanding its business to hover bikes. With a price tag of 555,000 US dollars, the single-person transporter can hit a maximum speed of 50 miles per hour and can travel up to 40 minutes per charge. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, Russell Investments unveils tax-managed investment solutions, Council Portfolio Services debuts a high-interest savings fund, and Digital versus Personal, which wins in the advisor-client communication clash. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.